0: Hey guys, happy Thursday. Welcome to another episode of Mafia Memoirs. My name is Jody Cedric and I'm Rod Pusey and we are here for another episode of Mafia Memoirs and we are super excited because we have one of the key vendors, one of the key players in the market joining us. That is Tony Serra from Glass Parency and look he is already mm. ready to go so I'm going to try to add, oh he's not. I can't add him yet. I can see him, but it can't add him for some reason. We tested this yesterday, and we will see what is different because I can see him, but I can't add him. can you can't just click on him? Nope. It does, it's oh, missing it's, the it's add. A like
1: that right there.
0: All right. All right, Tony, see if you can add. See if you can request. See if you can request to be added. So there we go. Yep, see, I don't have the button to add him.
1: Yeah, it wasn't allowing us to do that. You might have to start over.
0: (laughs) There There we we go. go. Tony wants to be in your video. Let's go. Approve. (laughs) Dude, now. Drum roll, please. It is connected. And there it is.
2: What's What's up, guys? I got uh Nick Not Grant, too much. You guys group. are gonna
1: have to sit on each other's laps like Jody and I if you That's both right. want to be <laughs> on the fine. camera That's then. That's We both
0: showered. We're good. Can you hear us clearly? <laughs> Hold on one sec. I'm gonna do a little bit to get a little bit more
1: volume on
0: our end. So can you hear us okay? Yeah, we yes, can. Awesome. <laughs> well thank you guys for joining us. It's always uh great to have these. It's been uh Rod actually was asking me before we got online he goes is this our first official vendor i go no actually it's our second because we've had pns detail products on as well yes. so yep well it's an honest
2: awesome so
0: follow so, bob phillips oh yeah, yeah. It, any any you have to follow bob phillips it is quite the uh quite the thing so he's, he long is long. a lead in a long. league all his own <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna right. try to turn the volume up because I'm not hearing you guys very well.
3: <laughs> there we go. Let me turn my mic up a little bit too. There
0: we go. There you go. Much better? You uh-huh. hear us? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're a little too far away from the mic, so you were sounding a little distant. So
2: better now? Yep. Yeah, it's much perfect. better. All right, cool. We got a big studio. Well thank you yeah. guys
0: for joining us. We appreciate uh you taking the time. We all know Tony, but who is on your your side there, Tony?
2: This is uh, this is Nick Duran. And he's the uh, he's the guru. He's our marketing guru. He's basically the brains of the revitalization of Glass Uh Basically, we did kind of a soft launch of the product. I want to say about what four years ago. Yeah, a little less. Than a little less than, than four years. years ago, and uh, Nick was uh, still going to college, and um, the launch really wasn't going too well for us. And then when he graduated college and he came on, and started working full time with us. Um, he used some tricks of the trade that he learned, uh, you know, studying and marketing and such, and uh, it, it's kind of blown up from there. So, next to men
3: Yeah, appreciate you guys having me on. It's nice to meet you on FaceTime or Instagram Live, or whatever we're doing. Facebook Live. <laughs> Facebook Live.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Facebook. yeah. Facebook no,
0: Live. I, awesome. I appreciate you joining us, Nick. You know, yesterday I took the time to watch your tour of the glass parenty home office, and the operation, and that is quite the setup. I mean, great job on that. Did Anything in particular you'd like to bring to
3: the forefront with that? Uh, yeah, this was actually a really fun project we were involved in. Um, our CEO purchased this about two and a half years ago, maybe, yeah. maybe longer, three years ago, and uh, we actually, it was just a big empty boat dealership, so what we did was we gutted the entire place and just outfitted it the way that would you know fit our business perfectly, and so far, I mean, we just grew into it.
0: Yeah,
3: it's uh, you know not only what
0: it, not only did it have a nice feel to it, but I did notice that you had the ping pong table. Oh yeah, and I don't know if we would be able to keep our developers <laughs> developing if I had a ping pong table or a foosball table. So, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> <That's laughs> we right have on the
0: camera right now. Yeah,
2: it's actually yeah right on the other side of us. But um, yeah, we actually uh, what we do is we try to keep it loose here. As a matter of fact, Thursday for us is. Uh, it's a nice relaxed day at four o'clock. We kind of basically shut down. Uh, the boss goes out and buys some wine and cheese for everybody and stuff. So it's a nice relaxing day. A chance for everybody to you know get together and talk. And uh, we set up a uh, specific days during a month that they can play ping pong. Obviously, you have to wait till the phones are put away uh, because it makes kind of a racket. No pun intended. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. You saw the video yesterday when we were doing a test. Uh, we're right on the water here on Long Island too, so it's 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 a beautiful place to work. My office looks right out into the water. The only thing that stinks about that is in the summertime when you see people leaving on their boats and you're still stuck at work. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think yeah. that would yeah, be that a that real challenge for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, I mean, let's talk about GlassParency because you guys have made a really, really impact not only on the market, but I think you've been a key part of detailers business. And, you know, when I talk to people like Shane Mayfield and uh, Sean Sepulveda that are, you know, distributors of your thing, they just like the the background and the infrastructure that you guys bring to the table. And maybe let's talk about that, Tony, because you are the main trainer and the guy that's driving that side of the business.
2: Yeah, basically um, what it is, it's it's something that, uh, you know, for people that don't know, like I said, we did a soft launch of glass Currency about four years ago. So a lot of people think that the company's relatively new and, and, Reality, where we started this business in 2001, and we were only in the new car dealership segment. So our product, um, goes by a different name in the dealer world, wasn't really available outside the dealership realm. And when detailers and window tinters and such started seeing our product in action at these dealerships, they always wanted to be able to sell our product. But to protect that market, we didn't go outside of that dealership uh, market at the time. Um, As the demand got bigger, we decided to do a launch with Glass Parency and see how it worked. So we took a lot of the things that we learned from that dealer end of the business. And one of the things that we learned from that is customer retention, how important customer retention is. And a lot of these guys um, that we've met through the years now, you know, especially in our detailing network, a lot of these guys, like you mentioned, Sean, before, um and he speaks about it a lot um, where he started off from nothing and built his business up to what it is now. I mean, he's got this big, beautiful shop that we hope to go visit one day um, but in doing so, you know it's through hard work. But sometimes you need some more of that little bit of a business sense, and remember that customer retention is important. You know, you can't wash a yeah. customer's car, detail a customer's car once, and never see them again. Your business won't last too long. So what we did was we incorporated a customer retention program in with the glass parenting product, and it's worked out extremely well for a lot of the guys.
0: That's awesome. So, when uh, when a detailer comes on as a distributor, what is the process for them becoming a distributor of Glassprensi?
3: Take that one. Yeah, sure. Uh, so basically, we we don't actually have distributors, um, traditional distributors. We deal direct everything in the U.S., Canada, and uh, pretty much all North America direct with us. Uh, so what we do is we sign up a shop. We have an onboarding team here. Um, whether it's someone who you know, reaches out to us that wants to come and shop or someone that we might find has a great business that we reach out to them and see, you know, if they have interest in it. Um, basically, they, you know, they select what package they want to go with, and then after that, they get educated on the whole process, the program, and then they get assigned an account manager. Our account manager then becomes like their point of contact going forward, and after that, pretty much within two days of signing on, they go through an online training. That's where Tony comes in. He does a full, I would say it's up to about an hour, an hour
2: and a half training. It's more like two hours now since we switched to group training. Um, and the cool thing about going with group training, it allows for a lot more interaction um, during the calls and during the training. So uh, we do it through like a, an online go-to meeting session, and we get a lot of interaction between detailers asking questions and such like that. So it, it what I look at it as, it builds that glass glassparency community. you know. And, and one of the things that I love about our product is – you know, the guys that are doing well for us are just, in in, uh, in general, they're just really good business people. and uh, The community that we have, our Facebook forum that we have, it's a closed forum for glassparency installers, but it's always a lot of positive stuff if somebody ever has a question or maybe even a concern that something's not working out quite well, uh, probably within the first two to three minutes, there's like 10 to 15 installers that answer and help out other installers with any type of situation or question that they might have. So we have a really good thing going here it's 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 been amazing uh the onboarding of, of shops has been great a lot of it's been through word of mouth a lot of it's been through you know nick's work here as a marketer um you know getting some great footage out there um throwing that cool party at sema you know a lot of people love that too so there's a lot of great uh, but dude I, I
0: think you i think you got five years of
3: marketing out of that one party yeah
2: yeah definitely um and, and look, you know, hopefully we we'll do it again this year, right?
3: Yes. This year, uh, it's it's going to be interesting because, you know, it's always about setting the bar a little bit higher than you, you did the last year. And it's I, I want to say it's getting a little out of control now, but it's, it's going <laughs> <laughs> <it's all, it's laughs> to uh, I think this year is going to be pretty impressive.
2: You know, the funny thing about the party is uh, the owner of the company, and I have probably explained this to you and, you know, a lot of people I've told the story about, but the owner of the company happens to be my best friend. So... Um, He's one of those guys that will call you up on a Saturday afternoon and say, hey, you want to come over for a barbecue? And I go pick up some hamburger buns and some hamburgers, and I show up, and he's got lobster and flamingon on the grill. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? I thought this was just a barbecue. And that's what (laughs) he did with this party. It initially started out, we, what, rented a penthouse?
3: Yeah, we rented a penthouse. It almost looked like a very fancy basement where it had a bowling alley, a cool bar. But we just didn't feel like that. That was that was really the direction we wanted to go. It was that was more kind of like a hangout and a socializing yeah. thing where we really wanted to make an impact. And you uh, keep continuing, but and uh,
2: and we did. We made an impact. And what happened was uh, a lot of people wanted to come to the party, and that place only held, I think, it was what 75 to 100 people.
3: Yeah, and we were kind of concerned that we weren't going to fill it at first. And <laughs> about what three weeks in, all of a sudden we were at 175 people. And yeah, you know, we...
2: and then from there it ended up around. 50, I think yeah. was
3: the total. So about three months before the party we had to switch venues to the palms which we got lucky with that place that was that was awesome yep was- sorry yeah.
0: for this year
3: i mean you talked about elevating this
0: year's experience <laughs> can you give us a sneak peek or is everybody gonna you know wait for excitement and anticipation to be invited
2: i think i think we're gonna wait we'll do some teasers out there as it gets closer like we did last year <laughs> and stuff like that and um you know, maybe let a couple of our you know our closer installers know so they could they could start dropping some messages and everything for us too. But uh
3: you know, I'm I'm looking forward nice. to it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, this is definitely <clears throat> going to be I, I would yeah. I would call it an event. And uh, not only is it just going to be a great time, we're going to be kind of introducing some new stuff at the at the event that I think will really be impactful to the industry. Yep.
1: Cool. That because that's one of the things we're
3: going to ask is for
1: it's, as you, as we. You know, we're now full swing 2019. Do you guys have some new stuff coming up that you can talk about, or you know, kind of maybe talk around so that you get different could, things we could
2: happening? We we can talk around. Um, I mean, we're having a a small event here, mm. um, a couple of weeks, uh, where we reached out to a couple of our top installers, and and some of the people aren't even our installers are really associated <laughs> with transparency, but they're big names in the business. They're well-respected names in the business. And what we're looking to do is have like a little conference and get together and see uh, what steps we need to do to better, not just glass Parency but the industry as a whole. Um, The better the industry does, the better we're going to do, the better everybody out there is going to do. So that's what we're looking to do. So we're going to call like a little uh, GP20 summit, maybe GP20 summit. And then um, one of the other things that we have coming down the pipe that I'm actually looking forward to is um, Big D. Big D, Darrell Lyons uh, down in Kentucky is holding an event down there and um, he had asked if, if we would come, and Nick jumped right on there, and I had to double-check my schedule, so um, I saw a couple of posts where he was kind of excited that I might be coming. So, Big D, if you're watching this, I'll be there. Me and Nick will be down in Kentucky. That's June 22nd. 22nd? June 22nd.
3: <laughs> I think we're going to be bringing our film crew. If
2: we so. got to steal our film guy away from nice. another party, hopefully. And a lot of people are going to be there, so it should be a lot of fun. I, I believe uh, Chris West is going to be there, Justin Lobato, um so a lot of people like you guys know and the uh, Angel and Wax guys and yep. So it should be a great, great, uh great time. And then skip forward. Uh Air Force One's coming soon too. And then after that the big old CEMA yep. So You guys oh, are yeah. be Air Force One again? Yes. Oh sir. yeah, absolutely.
1: We're
0: gonna be there. Thinking. We're we're actually counting down the days. Ooh. I, I Last year was such a phenomenal experience. Yes.
3: Um, yeah,
0: I, I, in fact, to me, it was the highlight of the year.
2: Yes. Um, and
0: I'm just – I'm really looking forward to round two. So.
2: I was really impressed because you jumped on that, on that polisher and, and you went to work. You went to work. You know, I did it for uh, about 15 minutes. We were just getting some footage. I was talking to a lot of our accounts, a lot of our guys there. Uh, you mentioned one of them, Shane Mayfield and such. So I wanted to go around and say hello to everybody let them know that, that we were there and we appreciate their business. And I was fortunate enough, they asked me, do you want to get dirty? So I said, absolutely, let's do it. And they hand me a polisher and they put me under the wing of one of the bomber planes. And now here you are with a polisher and you're sitting there going like this. And I was lucky enough that it was only about 10 minutes before lunch. So <laughs> I put 10 minutes of hard work in and I got a break right away. So I got Just
1: enough for a picture. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't luck out so well. I was three and a half days underneath the wing you of guys, that plane. You guys so. killed it.
2: You guys killed it. That was so I couldn't, yeah. See
1: well, that. and that's I think that's like back to what you were saying earlier about you know, is if the industry is doing well, then we're all doing well. And that's that's one of those things where you're just doing volunteer work and you're you know, you're making sure that the people that you work with uh know that you're there for them in any capacity. Okay. And that's you know, I think that's what's cool about it, you know. Uh, it's, it's always good to get out and see people, but then when you also get to be around, you know, priceless airplanes, it's always fun, too. So.
2: Yeah, but, it's cool. That's definitely cool.
1: And there's just something
0: about, you know, a lot of times we have these great interactions. There's just real power in actually working side-by-side side together for a week. Yes. Uh, because you get a completely different side of individuals, okay. you know, to... <laughs> you hear Rod whining all the time, and me just working. So, oh my God! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the other way around, but that's
2: okay. No, I got to tell you that so. it, it was amazing. Uh, first of all, you know, like you said, to, to meet people that I already do business with and get to meet them face to face, shake hands, put my arm around them, like you said, and let them know if they need some, I'm there. Um, I think I cleaned uh, buffing pads. You know, I folded towels in the morning and stuff. Did everything, all the prep work that I could do. Did some polishing, um, but uh, to just actually, you know, work with these guys and, and actually see, you know, the work that they do, and when you look at like a guy like Joab, Joab Flores, right, you know, big guy with his tattoos and stuff, you realize how much in shape these guys have to be to do this for a living all day long. Yeah, and, and it's, it was truly amazing. It gives you a different perspective. Um, you know, my background, I was an automotive technician uh, in dealerships, and then I later became service manager and director. So I never worked like those guys have to work. And it's just like you said, a total different view and, and an appreciation for what they do on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. One of the things, that, and I want to go back to um, the party a little bit. I mean, it's so legendary. Totally. How can you not go back to it? But I think, I think one of the things that struck me about the party was not so much the event itself. It was the things that you guys did leading up to the event. Because all of a sudden, a week, two weeks out, these guys are getting the official invite to the party. Yeah, And it was class all the way around from opening the box to every the things that were in the box. And that attention to detail <clears throat> not only spoke to the detailers because they're detail-minded, Yep. But I think it set an expectation of what was to come, but it also set an appreciation that they felt. And I think that's a really important lesson for all businesses is how are we treating those that are working with us or, or how are we treating the customers that are doing business with us? Would you like to maybe talk about that a bit?
3: Yeah, I mean, like you, you hit the nail on the head. Everything, our model really is attention to detail. Um, everything we do, you know, we really put a lot of thought into it. That night, like you said, was, it was an appreciation party. So that was, that was our way of really giving back. And we wanted to make everyone that walked in that room feel like, you know, they belonged in that room that night. And it was just about all, you know, it was all about them. So that's that's really our motto, and that's that's kind of what we're we're gearing up for for the next party, the next year, the next two years. Everything really is about the experience of between us, the detailer, our customer, as well as the end consumer. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. So, so I'm going to jump to your product real quick. So the glass product. Do you guys have um, similar to PNS like on staff chemists that are looking at? That product as well as other products, you know, what's kind of the process that you guys go yeah. through um, yeah, when it comes to the product itself as far as testing it or designing it or things like that?
2: We actually, um, we actually have on staff and we also have people that, that my boss always, um, I guess, gets advice from, too, outside of Glassparency. Uh, the testing that we do uh, whenever other products come out, we always like to do comparisons, um, we're very respectful too. That's one of the things that, that we always maintain is respect, uh, you know, being respectful to, I guess, competitors. Um, we love to test other people's products to see. We never go onto social media and say, ha ha, we beat, you know, product B, you know, and, and right. just like knowing is enough. We just want to know how our product comes yeah. in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we've, been, we've been very lucky and very good with it. So, uh, you know, again, it's something, you know, when you look back at it, you know, we've been doing this since 2001, and we've made changes in those past 18 years to make the product uh, work better. And and just as important as work better for the consumer, we also wanted to make sure that it was an easy application for the installers. You know, if it's something that's going to be too difficult to install or too time-consuming, it kind of makes people afraid to sell it. Do I really want yeah, to take the time do it? Do I really want to hold on to this car that long? So that was one of the key factors in, in developing our product as well. Um, but yeah, we we um, and we love feedback too. I mean, we always reach out to our installers. We love to get feedback from them, and uh, and that's where you're going to learn from the people that are on the front lines doing the installs for you.
3: Yeah, and I think I, I think, think when you great. when you are a product manufacturer, you do gain um, a little. You you really you get emotional towards the product a little bit more than if you would just selling a product, you know, you, you, you see your guys after hours, staying after hours to, to make the product. And everyone just has more of, a, I think, a sense of pride that goes into the product. So, I, you know, I think that's a great part of manufacturing a product is the pride that goes into it. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a really good point too. And then you can, I mean, you can tell in a lot of different companies, some companies you see they're, uh, they're kind of going through the motions. Um, but you can tell definitely see, especially in you guys. I mean, the, the, just the the attention to making sure that every one of your installers is mentioned, and that you have you know the trainings that you put together. Um, because obviously, you want them to succeed with your product. It works good for both of you. You know, if they're a good installer, they're going to use the product more, which is in turn going to benefit you. Yes. But if you're helping them install it, then you're just getting them off on the right foot.
2: Uh, you have to. It's 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 a partnership, really. You know, I, I don't look at it as, you know, just as a manufacturer. I'm supplying you with stuff. Good luck. You know, it's it's something that we try to stay <laughs> yeah. with. Um, you know, I'm always available. One of the things that that shocks a lot of people is I give out my cell phone number um, in those trainings. Uh, the reason one of the main reasons is we're we 're based in New York, and we were talking yesterday right about the time difference so at five o 'clock when we close down like like Nick said, a lot of times we 're here until you know an hour, two hours three hours after after we 're supposed to be closed uh but even at that, the West Coast and even some of our friends up in Alaska and Hawaii, if they need something and they 're doing an install and it 's five o 'clock their time you you need to be you know available yeah. for those people so uh yeah, you know. Wasn't too uh, popular with my wife, but I actually fielded a call at eight o'clock on Christmas Eve uh, from one of our oh, Wow! But when I saw who it was, you know, you understand. Hey, it's there in Alaska. It's it's a little different. It's uh, it's on the other side of the world, really. So um, I up yeah. the phone and I was able to work this guy through, and um, we got over his obstacle that he had, and it was something simple. But you know, to be there, uh, ready, and to answer you know calls all the time again, that's something that you do <laughs> to, uh, build that relationship up with your installers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that is really, really critical. So, question for you guys if you know, there's a lot of, you know, I, I follow a lot of the Facebook groups, uh, Detailing for Dummies and these other ones that they're really trying to help people, ele- you know, have a community that's trying to elevate their game. You know, what kind of detailers? are you looking for, what is the process for somebody to become an install,
3: an authorized installer of glassparency? And- you All right. Okay, good. So we always look into, um, you know, the credentials of their business. Um, you know, how long they've been detailing, you know, are they mobile? Are they a brick and mortar? Because, you know, we have to do, we have to introduce different ways and different selling tools and tactics based on if they're a mobile shop or, you know, are they a brick and mortar shop? Um, we do, we do like to see guys who are, um, let's say they do have a full-time job as a fireman, but they also have a you know, severe passion for detailing. They do detailing on the weekend. They do carry themselves as professionals. And we have, we have guys like that in our network that do an absolute amazing job. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's, it's really good to see you're giving these guys an opportunity to bring out another product to make some additional revenue on the weekends. But they do carry themselves as professionals. So I, I love seeing guys like that join our network.
2: The other thing too is um, one of the things that that I was really excited about, and it's a recent guy. Um, I'll throw him out there, Danny uh, Christensen. Oh
3: yeah, um, you
2: young guy down in Florida. Uh, he was working for a detailed business, and what ended up happening was um, he saw that he wasn't getting uh, enough calls to work, and he found himself out of work more than you know doing work. And he decided, uh, along with his his um, his fiance. And and she's amazing. She helped him. He got his own business started, and we were actually the first product that he contacted to uh, go into his detailed business. And he's a little different. He's into uh, uh, more marine applications, uh, boats and yachts and such. And uh, you know, we helped this. You know, we we got together with him. Uh, We actually flew down to go visit him because he said he had this big project and he wanted to know if we wanted to go down and check it out. And me, Nick, and uh, and our uh, filmographer, videographer, Sam. We went down there, and uh, just an amazing young man, uh, very hungry, uh, very eager. And it, to me, um, you know, I welcome all these established and respected already installers because it's great to have those guys with you too. But to see somebody who's young and just starting off, and so passionate about it, it was, a
3: mentor, yeah, it was yeah,
2: You know, we would you know offering a lot of business mentorship at, at that point with him. And it was um, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, that was a very uh, feel good trip yeah. and a refreshing trip too to go down and help someone who's just starting in the business.
1: Good, cool, yeah. that's that's really good. I, and that's I think that that says something about you guys. The fact that you're willing to jump on a plane and go down and just check out a project. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't realize that. Or wouldn't even ask that because they don't even consider that that's something that a, that a vendor would do is, you know, fly down. And-
2: well, it was 10 degrees here, and we were flying down to Florida, so there was a little incentive, <laughs> too. <laughs> <For the> least-
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> See, those things, we keep that under the hat. We don't ever say i We fly I to understand. Florida a lot in the winter.
3: We just keep that. We just look how good we are. Yeah. You know? No, but that, that is one thing I would, I would if I had to give some sort of piece of advice, is for detailers to contact their manufacturers, build a relationship with them, and, and do stuff with them. You know what I mean, don't be afraid. Uh, if you have a question, don't just run to a form and post it in a forum. Pick up your phone call the manufacturer. I mean, we do it all the time. You see guys in yeah. a forum, they'll post kind of a question, maybe a little bit questionable. Uh, and they could be answered if they just call a manufacturer. We could just be straight up with them and give them the answer they want to hear.
0: Yeah. So, do you,
3: as a, on the marketing side, do you kind of
0: monitor those types of groups? I mean, obviously, there's so many, it would make it difficult. But are there key ones that you try to monitor so that you can, as the
3: official glassparency voice, you know, answer those questions? Yeah, we got a whole team here. We got um. We actually just brought someone else, new one, a couple of weeks ago. He's doing a great job. Uh, he's on the forums. He's he's a good detailer. I mean, he he, he has a passion for it. So he's in these forums, he understands these forums, and he's monitoring pretty much every day now. Um, you know, if, if someone ever has a question, you know, has everyone heard of Glass GlassParency, he'll throw in a couple answers if someone has some questions. Um, you're always going to see negative things because that's just, yeah, that's any industry sure. you can do. Um, yeah, absolutely. We don't look to <laughs> into tit for tat against people who might say something. We just like to provide the answers yeah. and move on. So that's kind of our motto.
2: And yep. you know the, the best yeah, exactly, and
3: that's the best way to do that.
2: Yes,
0: and, and and I think though that you're hitting on something that actually is more rare than it is common. But social media and the interaction between groups and stuff is making manufacturers break down the wall that has historically been between them and the end user. Right, and, and, and I think you guys are doing a really, really good job with your training and being engaged with customers. And I think that's a lesson not only for the detailers, but for other manufacturers, because I look at like PNS Detail Products with Dave and Bob Phillips, they're out there, they're talking to detailers, they're getting feedback on their product. You got the rag company, you know, they're showing and they're teaching people how to use microfiber towels as well as the products that they carry. And I think that that education... And that involvement with your installers and your detailers is really valuable because not only does it drive business for you, but it elevates the entire industry so that all people are successful in their unique niche of the market.
3: Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the the people who do get involved, you can see with the rag company and uh, Bob Phillips, they become staples in the industry. Uh, A lot of companies will just... Supply a product and then they'll disappear after two years because they really didn't put their foot out there and try to get involved. And you know that's that's all the networking we do here. Everything we do, we try to get involved with these events and these people.
2: And you, that's you, good. When you think about the people that stand out in the industry, I don't know if you ever heard of them, but Rennie Doyle. Um,
3: um
2: <laughs> I I don't I yeah. Kind of a. I don't know some guy <laughs>
0: with big muscles and a. <laughs>
2: There but, you, uh, go. you know, Maybe. I mean, he's in, he's involved in, in, in everything. And he's just he's he's a great guy. We, we were fortunate enough to meet him, I think, uh, what, a year and a half ago at SEMA. Yeah. And um, how we actually got involved with with the detail mafia um, was through a guy called in and he wanted to become a glass parenting installer, <clears throat> And he was asking a lot of questions of our onboarding team. And, and they were a little bit nervous about answering some of the questions. So I got on the call with him and it turned out to be Scott Masha up in Maine. My main name, Scott yep. Major. And um, he started telling me about this uh, this group of details that he was in. And, uh, you know, with all due respect now, when he was telling me, you know, here we are in New York and I got a guy up in the woods in Maine talking that he's in the detail mafia. And I was like, I'm looking around the phone like, what? You know, and uh, <laughs> he's telling me all about this stuff. And I said, it's pretty interesting. So I started to do some research and I looked up and I saw, uh, you know, I, that's when I first saw Renny Doyle on social media. And I said, wow, it's pretty interesting. And then I think it was followed up about two weeks later, we get another phone call from somebody else who is, you know, really educated on on detailing, you know, practices and products and such. And the same thing, the onboarding team was like, Tony, I think you get on the phone with this guy. And that's when I met Justin Lobato and, um, you know, another amazing uh, person in the industry. And between Scott and Justin and then meeting Rennie is, you know, how, you know, we started to expand a little bit more, you know, broader and then, um, yeah. you know, to be affiliated with guys like him and Bob Phillips and, uh, you know, it's 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 an amazing thing. And like you said, those those are good guys in the industry that, you know, a lot of people do look up to. And, and like Nick said, they're a staple in the industry. And that's what, you know, that's who we want to associate ourselves with. And, and that's who we try to emulate, too. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. And I think that you brought up two really right. key um, players in my mind just because of the diversity in – the environment they're in for your particular product, right? You've got Scott in Maine that is just brutal with the weather. And, and, you know, you know, my hat's off to Scott and his industry for putting up with that kind of weather. We deal with that here too. But then you got Justin, which is in Florida and it's got some other extremes, you know? So, (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting though,
0: because, you know, we talk about being involved with impactful people and how, there are key people that are willing to share their knowledge. It's just like, you know, last week we had the opportunity to, to meet with Jonathan Munsell, the president of the IDA. And, you know, I, I didn't really know Jonathan uh, on a person to person level, but man, I learned more from him in 30 minutes than I had in the previous week, just about his approach to the industry the importance of putting systems in place, which I know because we sell systems. But, you know, to hear that the systems were so critical in their growth uh, was very uh, enlightening to me. And and it reminded me of the impact of trying to make sure that you're being engaged in the community because we are in an environment now where people actually are more collaborative and they're open to being collaborative. And that will ultimately help your business if you're willing to
2: get engaged with other people. (laughs) Yeah, we actually got to meet him uh, briefly at Mobile Tech Expo. Um, Justin, you know, the the former president, um, brought him over to our booth when we were down there. And uh, we got to meet him. Uh, Really nice guy. Uh, Kind of a a different outlook on the business than than Justin's. Yeah. Uh, But I think that's great because you're getting different angles and you're getting different views and opinions and such on on what needs to be done. And Justin, we all know him. You know, he's still engaged in it. So he's going to be there to offer any advice that he can And I think the group that's running the IDA right now, um, it's it's looking really promising. Um, That's one of the things that we mentioned in our training, too, is um, we talk about becoming certified, the importance of becoming certified. Um, It's something that makes you stand out amongst your peers. You know, when people start looking for detailers as more popular as, you know, high-end detailers becoming – What's going to set you apart? You can sit there and say, I do this type of coding, I do that type of coding, I've been polishing costs for this many years. But when people see that you're putting that extra effort into training and certifications, that's going to get more people through your door. So I think it's very important. Uh, we speak about it a lot. And um, one of our local installers here for Glass Parency, uh, Andrew, um, another kid, young guy, has his own business, uh, very energetic. Um, he came in and we were talking about uh, becoming IDA certified. And I got Justin's okay to give him his cell phone. He contacted Justin and, you know, I think it was like two weeks later, he was posting his IDA.
0: That's yep. awesome. Yep. No, that's great. <clears throat> well, we really appreciate you guys taking some time. You know, we try to keep these right at 30 to 35 minutes because we want to be respectful of your day and, and your time in building the industry and building the empire. So how do people get engaged with you? If those detailers that would like to become installers, how do how do they do that?
2: Did we just? Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? right at the right end. at the end. That's
0: <sighs> unbelievable. Can you try to add them again? Oh well, I will see if we'll I can send add out them. the
1: information. We're <laughs> gonna see if we can get them on there. That again. is
0: so funny but mm-hmm. if so if not we there, will. there's always an adventure that happens with mafia memoirs yep i don't see don't him. don't see so, him so um. we'll put
1: out his information at glassparency <laughs> and you can get a hold of them if you want to become an installer uh, or you can talk to any of your local ida or detail mafia members to find out more information about glassparency and and that product so, thank you guys for joining us for Mafia Memoirs. We're always willing
0: to, if there's somebody that you would like us to interview or a topic that you would like us to to discuss, please comment below. And thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next Thursday, same time, same bat channel. See ya! Bye.